United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Joining me now, Tamana Salakuddin is Director of South Asia Programs at the United States Institute of Peace. She's with me to discuss the situation in Afghanistan with respect to Pakistan's role and concerns and to talk about U.S.-Pakistan relations. I should note that tomorrow, the U.S. Institute of Peace is hosting an event, the next chapter in U.S.-Pakistan relations. Tamana, good morning. Good morning. So uh, there's a lot happening with regard, first of all, some tensions between Pakistan and India over the bombing in Lahore, and also, you know, some concern about what role Pakistan is going to play as the U.S. and allies pull out of Afghanistan. Yes, definitely. I mean, Pakistan uh, for the United States uh, is a crucial country, both in terms of our interest in Afghanistan and also in terms of regional stability vis-a-vis Pakistan, uh, India. Pakistan has always been a bit of a worry, right? Um, uh, Ambiguous alliances, nuclear arms, uh, an ally of the U.S., but it's never been good. It's never been... Yeah, I mean, we could describe it as a bit of an enigma of a relationship. It's Mm. 70-plus years of a relationship with the United States, but it's always been up and down. Uh, You hear a lot of metaphors, bad marriage, roller coaster, (laughs) all of these different Mm -hmm. things. Um, But both countries want to have a relationship, and ostensibly we share some interests. uh, But often, you know, our our strategic interests are misaligned, but we have to come together and try to work together as allies on, you know, different things. For example, after the Cold War, it was about confronting communism, again, in Afghanistan. But since 9-11, it's been about trying to counter terrorism and supporting the war in Afghanistan. And that chapter is sort of drawing down. So what does that really mean for U.S. interests? Are we still, you know, going to have this relationship with Pakistan? As as tough as it is, we do have serious interests, uh, you know, in a country that's 200 million plus people or the majority of the population is under the age of 40, strategically located you know, at the intersection of South, Central Asia, Middle East, um, has nuclear weapons, has a huge, strong military and borders, India, Iran, China and Afghanistan. So the U.S. just can't ignore Pakistan. No, no, no. It's definitely in the interest to keep that relationship alive. But what is what how does China and Pakistan's proximity to China and ties to China? How does that complicate this picture? Um, I mean, it's always had, it's a a very interesting relationship. As long as they've had a relationship with us, they've had a relationship with China. And they they pride themselves as being the ones who helped bring Nixon to China, actually. This is a little-known fact, you know, that Henry Kissinger stopped in Pakistan and the Pakistanis with this relationship. But the, the Pakistanis and the Chinese have long had a security and military relationship with the Chinese in the last few years, they've really deepened their economic dependence and economic ties to the Chinese, especially with um, the infrastructure project CPEC, which is the heart and you know soul of China's Belt and Road Initiative. So the Chinese and Pakistanis are increasingly close to one another, and that influences Pakistan's decisions vis-a-vis India, vis-a-vis Afghanistan. But at the same time, they don't want to be pushed into 
you know, uh, old Cold War mentality where they have mm. to choose between the U.S. or China. So they tell us that, you know, China is our compulsion, but we still want a relationship with you. And so they are trying their hardest to not be stuck between U.S. and China, especially as the Chinese are increasing their influence across South and Southeast Asia, but also as U.S.-China competition is really increasing uh, in the region and beyond. Mm. So what has the uh, Pakistani prime minister had to say about the Taliban? Like, What's their posture? Well, it's very interesting if you see that um, Prime Minister Imran Khan recently published an op-ed in the Washington Post. So he is making uh, a plea to the United States that they want to be ready for a a partnership on Afghanistan, but they will not host U.S. bases. And I think that tagline captures uh, their their basic problem set, that they don't want to lose the U.S. support for the last 20 years. They have been, uh, whether it's behind the scenes or, you know, Often in public, we're fighting, but behind the scenes, there has been cooperation uh, to some extent. But they have received a lot of military aid, uh, U.S. assistance in other ways. And I don't think they want to break that relationship. And they are concerned about regional stability. The more violence and chaos there is in Afghanistan, it spills into Pakistan. They've long had a relationship with the Taliban. The relationship is also evolving Uh, You know, in the last few years, the U.S.-Pakistan relationship has benefited from the fact that, A, the U.S. decided, okay, we need to talk to the Taliban, that there's no military solution in Afghanistan, and B, the fact that the Pakistanis helped to bring the Taliban to the negotiating table. That being said, you know, there's a bit of a love-hate relationship between the Pakistanis and the Taliban. The Pakistanis have provided, whether you want to say, Actively or uh, or passively, I mean, they've definitely had safe haven for the Taliban within Pakistan. Um, their intelligence services have long had a, a relationship with the Taliban. But the Taliban also don't love the Pakistanis. They are Afghan uh, first, I guess, and and they have a they have really bristled under the control to some extent of the Pakistanis. And so as the Taliban becomes more powerful within Afghanistan itself, it needs Pakistan less and less. And so right now is is a period of uncertainty. How much leverage will Pakistan really have in the uh, post-U.S. withdrawal period over the Taliban? I think that can be debated. Some people would argue as long as the Taliban uses Pakistan as some safe haven or, or uses Uh, some resources in Pakistan that the Pakistanis continue to have a lot of leverage. For example, um, in Washington, a lot of people would credit the Pakistanis for stopping any attacks against U.S. forces that are withdrawing. If you've noticed, as we're withdrawing, we use airlines and um, ground lines uh, through Pakistan. We have not been attacked by the Taliban. U.S. forces Mm. have not been attacked by the Taliban. And many would credit that to pressure from Pakistan. And so I think a post-withdrawal, we will continue to look to Pakistan to at least try to pressure the Taliban to reduce violence, to come to the peace table, to come try to make some deal for the future of Afghanistan. Um, and Tamana, uh, has Biden had much to say recently about Pakistan in regard to the withdrawal from Afghanistan? I mean, both President Biden and Secretary of State Tony Blinken have acknowledged um, the importance of Pakistan as a partner going forward. Um, he hasn't spent a lot of time on Pakistan, to be honest, the president nor this uh, administration. 
Um, but they do realize that for our counterterrorism interests, but also our nuclear security interests, that relationship is an important one. Um, so I, I foresee once we have withdrawn, there may be more engagement. But at this point, there hasn't been a lot um, from the president himself. Really, really fascinating. Tamana Salakuddin is director of South Asia programs at the United States Institute of Peace. Tamana, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Really appreciate it. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.